Nicky, tell me about your burger. Tell me about right, the burger so, that we can bought for you. Before Ed slags me, right, I don't like salad in my burger. Okay. <laughs> Ed always rings up after I went for one burger with him like five years ago. So, mm-hmm. seeing the McDonald's thing, to, like, take your stuff off, right? Yes, so, I McCann shouldn't be trusted with stuff like this, right? So, it was after Kevin Bridges, but if you're starving, and I've trusted him to go up and get my burger. If you're excited and stuff like that, and he came back, you've, right? You've trusted him. And jobbing them with well, that wait, actually, First of all, right, he texted me and was like, oh, I panicked, mate, and got your tea. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've actually seen the whole time I've known him, I've always slaughtered him for getting tea in McDonald's. And I was, it's actually pissing me off when I talked about it. <laughs> so then he comes back, right? He picked my burger out and he was like, oh, fuck, I didn't think that was a double. It's a bit wee. And he gave me, and I looked at the hanging, it says no beef patty on it. He's li- <laughs> he literally got me a roll of cheese. He's <laughs> <laughs> literally just the bun, the bun, and that was it. The How bun, cheese, and a, and a cup of tea. Did he oh. tell you it was an accident? Like, I was just trying to be sure quite about it. See, to be fair to him, man, he actually felt so bad. He just apologised to me and tried to offer me McNuggets. <laughs> just like trying to build the nuggets into some uh, sort of like chicken sandwich in the middle. So what did McCann get McDonald's in it? Chicken nuggets? McCann goes mate, he gets 20 chicken nuggets and a, and a cup of tea. Fuck's sake. <laughs> I don't think he has any sauce either. He's like, such he just a pervert, man. Dry, and then he drinks all his tea at the end. Wait, wait a minute, what is the perfect McDonald's order though? Like, what, what double, should you get when you go in? Well, with a, with a shrimp crab, you get a free cheeseburger. I don't know how I rolled that E out for 10 minutes. Or a McFlurry. Yeah, a free cheeseburger or a McFlurry. So, what you do is, is you get something that you want, and then your your wee starter or your wee like, side dish. Come on. Bit of milk padding. <laughs> I, I used to go with, I think it was uh, Lee Carver who used to do this. He used to get like the burger and then the free burger and put that in it. Or I think he put chips in it actually and then have the free burger. I thought that was clever, put later. chips in your burger. That's smart, man. Fine. Captain Planet, what do you get? What, me? What? Captain Planet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Captain, Captain Planet? I don't know, you're vegan. So. <laughs> a big bit of big grass in a burger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, I'm I know we can Captain Planet. Fucking, what is that about? I, uh, I think you're all murdering bastards and you should all go to hell, so. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, I, I couldn't even give you. I don't even know, I've not been in the I've been with you before you got a spicy vegetable docks with no that was That was when, back when I was vegan, you know, in those days. Yeah. But, uh, hey, you, you get a McDonald's in Salzburg, but you're wee sibber. I, I watched you eat the chicken salad. Oh, you get a McDonald's a month ago. You're sitting here, sitting on your soapbox about saving the planet. I've watched you have a bit of 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 a bit <laughs> requirements. requirements <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I, I won't say anything for the rest of the show anymore. <laughs> You're late <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that's what you get for being late. Nicky was ready to go to bed. He was ready to abandon the full thing. Like, just the six I minutes. Show man. I've been sitting watching Diners, Rivens and Dives, on it. Oh, fuck off. I hate Guy Fieri. He can Mate, actually... Mate, you go. Blasphemy. I hate him go. so much. <laughs> He's he- the mayor of Flavour <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, no, we're, 
Right, this, this conversation's over. We're getting it's so funny, now. man. Guy Fieri kills all conversation. That, that's like a fake trade of flavour to me. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> 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 We're still shut down right now. I'm not yeah, it just, uh, just makes me laugh. It makes me happy. It makes me want to kill myself. Right, so we're back. First time <laughs> films. Uh, Jack Higgins is here again. Hello. Uh, Nikki, Nikki Buchanan is here again. Um, Edward Downey is joining us from the first time uh, from the comfort of his car. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <time ball. laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. Well, oh, this, this week we're talking the what Prestige, uh, 2006 film directed by Christopher Nolan. Uh, written by his brother Jonathan Nolan, adapted from a book by Christopher Priest. Uh, stars Hugh Jackman as Robert Angier and Christian Bale as Alfred Bod- Borden. Borden. My R's look an awful lot like ends, and it's really annoying. Who are rival magicians looking to up each other in a deadly game of ambition. Um, it also stars Michael Caine, Scarlett Johansson, David Bowie, Andy Serkis, among other people. Made roughly $110 million on a $40 million budget. Um, it was nominated for two Oscars for Cinematography and Art Direction. Um, I got a 76% uh, approval rating in Rotten Tomatoes, which is less than what our listeners gave it, because uh, in Facebook it broke our um, approval record. It got 88% thumbs up um, on Facebook, and 12%, a lonely 12% gave it a how, thumbs up. How many down. votes? Three? I can't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> how did it was, 88%? <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't a lot of votes, to be fair, this week, because I was really late putting it up. Um, I've been dead busy. But I think it was like eight votes, so it was like seven to one. I think that, that works. That out. is exactly maths. I thought you were right there. Yeah, see, quick maths, quick maths. Ready to go. Uh, Ed, we'll come to you first. What did you think of the prestige oh, overall? Are were you? Are you in the eight percent? Why are you in the new guy first? That's so much. I know, pressure. just right in the deep end. Just, that's fine. I think I he's up to it. I think he's up to it. One thing I'd excel in is talking absolute beans. <laughs> <laughs> right. So after that, I had never like seen or like had any prior knowledge of the film before Truffles texted me and said what what's the prestige for me <laughs> so I went I went into it like sort of quite a a bit of a, a motive you know so the whole film I was watching it like waiting for something to happen when I first uh, yeah, about it I would spoke we spoke about doing Inception for this episode so I was waiting for like, the big like wham <laughs> moment like the, the moment like fucking, yeah, but noise. I, I actually really enjoyed the film like it was I hope so it, everything and it felt like I don't know it, not, it wasn't just being unpredictable for being unpredictable's sake everything and it felt like like it escalated right at the end nicely like I just like a nice wee feeling in my belly I, that was yeah. Satisfying. Satisfying. Aye. 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 Like a wee satisfying cheese sandwich from McDonald's, you know, just just hits the spot. <laughs> and a cup of tea. Exactly. <laughs> right off. Uh, Jack, you're the one um, sort of strongly advocated for the film this week. What is it to sum up that you like about the Prestige? Because I know you like it. Uh, I think it, touching on what Ed was saying there about it's not being unpredictable and like throwing in a big random plot twist, so you're just like, oh, it's like. The le- not well, I wouldn't say the least thing you expect, but the you know one of the last things you would see coming uh, s- seems to always be a theme throughout it. It's like it's predictable when it needs to be, um, yeah. but I think those those shocking like plot twists that they do have more towards the end. That's what's really like the killer. It's, it sets it apart from things like Inception and Interstellar and that for me. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I like get into that, yeah, and that. Um, it's one of those things that you know you go back and watch it, and when you know what happens, it's like you see it so much, and you it's so smartly hidden, it's so smartly 
disguised. Yeah. You, you can't. Uh, you just yeah. You do. You just need to watch. But uh, sit back and just sort of appreciate it. Definitely, um, Nikki. You've been known uh, for your negative takes in the past. Um, in Hi. fact, the reason you were sick last week was because you were going to be positive about Halloween. <laughs> you know, like, the thought of that made I you physic- physically react. Uh, what about the prestige? Was it a thumbs up or thumbs down? Um, I, I, see, because Higgins likes it so much, I'd have loved it. I hated it. <laughs> I would have loved it. Yeah. Just slaughtered it and just said it was shite, but it's fucking brilliant, man. I did think, yeah. Obviously, nobody's, somebody's will see, I'm just going to spoil what happens. Uh, it, it, that couldn't happen, man. Like twins, everyone knows the identical twins, you can tell differences. See if you know them, you can tell differences in the way they move and the way they talk. Yeah. So I think he'd have got away with that. But it was, it was but then, brilliant, man. I loved it. Yeah. Well, that's part I, of the sort of performance I, yeah, of it. I, yeah, I get yeah. you with that. I think obviously, like, they, they do stress the point that it's like his life. Like, throughout the whole film, they're stressing, you know, from when he first discovers how the the Chinaman does the fishbowl trick, he's like, he lives his act. And from, obviously, uh, from when he's starting his career, it's like, he knows he needs to live this act. Like, there's no, there can't be any slip-ups. Like, yeah. and I mean, they're meant to be identical twins, obviously, but they're both in it together. You know, tell both. Somebody with glass, no, you <clears throat> but then, well, his wife does. His wife is like, you don't have to do as well, because they also spent a lot of time together. Yeah, but she said that she's like, yeah. So I, I thought that was so cool, man. See when you then think about the bit where she was like, yeah. I don't know what you are and stuff like that. And she'd be like, she knew, she knew it was a different game. That's what, that's what I mean by those, those little kind of... Uh, but in it's the film, the, film, the, film, the, film, the film's the best. And my only real criticism of the film is see when he gets his finger shot off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How do they not know it's the mad Andrew? It's the worst disguise at all. Uh, Amazing <laughs> big glasses and a tattoo. And then and they always get picked. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, I will take the guy with the beard. <laughs> I just stop picking people I with beards. And it says, where's my note? Hold on. Uh, how does the the crowd guy no know it's Anja? And I wrote again, how does this keep fucking happening? His <laughs> 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 beard's rubbish. I think when Christian Bale's went up and then they were like, how did you not know it was him? Well, it's just look for the guy with the fake beard. Yeah. Yeah. The guy, the guy who looks like the guy you know, but slightly <laughs> different. Yeah. <laughs> well, I want, to, I want to get into it, obviously, the prestige is a Christopher Nolan film, but it's not one of his uh, more famous ones that sort of slips under the radar at times. Um, what did we think of it as a part of the sort of Christopher Nolan canon? Like, where does it stand for you? And can you sort of see the progression and where his career is going to go? Because he sort of starts off, it's what Jack was saying, it's not a film like Inception or... Uh, Dunkirk or something like that, he gradually gets more cinematic and moves away from plot. But at the beginning of his career with um, movies like Memento, um, it was all about the plot, it was all about the twist, it was all about the story. For me, this is sort of like halfway in the middle of those two uh, periods. Uh, like this, the, the prestige is a sort of perfect blend of both of them. Uh, what do you think of that, Jack? What you no, yeah, I, I agree with that. I think it is. He's swaying towards that more cinematic side. Uh, I think just, he has really interesting um, I know this is adapted for the, as you said, it was a novel by Christopher Prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Priest, I think. Priest, sorry. Yeah. Um, just even nice. even the stories in general are just uh, <laughs> just have like a really original feel to them. So like, when do you often see a movie about two magicians or anything like that? You know, it's quite quite an uncommon uh, story. Yeah. Also, even the time period to be set in the sort of Edwardian times is not. A, I can't really think of too many movies that follow that 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you, you realise that it's in that whole like industrial age and you know the discovery of electricity and things. So you see how it's tying in with like real magic, what they perceive as real magic at the time. So it's just yeah. I think it's just really interesting. But going back to what you were saying, I think it's moving towards more of a cinematic thing. But the plot is just still still up there. Well, for me, one of his best. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but, yeah. I, and I. I want to talk about Nolan's direction a bit more because Nicky Jack talked about hiding things in plain sight a lot. Um, and when you go back and rewatch the film, how the focus will be on something like a main character, but stuff going on around them that sort of have more context when you go in. Like, what was the yeah, name of the the twin? Yeah, what was the name of his the twin? Fallon. Um, no, no, uh, Fal- uh, Yeah, Mister Fallon. Yeah. Um, I'm going to admit, I forgot Fallon was the twin. Like, at times during this movie, I would catch myself going, like, what's Fallon's deal again? Like, what's, yeah. what's, what's, what's happening with Fallon? And it's so smart how he had, like, Nikki, do you think, like, that's just a testament to more the sort of uh, Jonathan script writing? Or do you think it's uh, Nolan, Christopher Nolan's direction and the way he sort of shows direction, it? Direction, because I think it's all about where things are placed and stuff like that. Like, seeing Shutter Island, it was a lot like that. Like, there was parts where, like Leonardo DiCaprio's guy wouldn't have, would have guards behind him, but then Mark Ruffalo's character wouldn't. That's obviously about direction of just shown. When you look mm-hmm. back on it, you're like, oh, that's because he's mad, and the other one's not. Yeah. But then, yeah. I, like, because that's the first time I've watched it, obviously, so I want to watch it a second thing, just so you'll notice yeah. the uh, clues more and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I definitely think that's how they direct it. And obviously, it'll be different when I watch it a second time and know that Fallon's Christian. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. It- it is Christian Bale, he's not even his brother. And a time machine. Uh, speaking of Christian Bale, Eddie, um, obviously the prestige was made between uh, the first two films of probably the most beloved superhero saga of all time in The Dark Knight. Uh, it made the prestige in between Batman Begins and The Dark Knight itself, which is held up as not only being one of the best action movies, uh, one of the best modern classics of a generation. So this was Christopher Nolan right in the cusp of that success. Like, what do you see in common in terms of tone and stuff between those movies? And how do you think it stands up like to the Batman movies he made around that time? It's very different. Like, the thing, uh, I know I didn't like, enjoy it at the time, but looking back on it, like, the films are actually quite small thing about it like see like location wise they're only really in like three or four different places like they're in, yeah. like, you know but the film doesn't feel like small the film does feel like, very grand and very theatrical and like has like sort of captures that essence whereas like when you take like the batman films obviously they're like massive productions so yeah. i think it's hard to compare to in that but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's hard. That's that's it's hard. I, I think I think that it's I don't I don't think but I don't think the film necessarily has like an analog to compare it to. Like I don't think there's yeah. another film out there that you, you could say like oh you like the Prestige go and watch. Exactly. Yeah, like, like I uh, think it is very very much its own. What's the Netflix recommendation for it the would, Prestige? It would just be right? Nolan movies, and that would be it only it, purely it, because it, of like plot twists and like plot design, and um, I think that would be the only. The only comparison that's kind of what I was saying. Like, I don't think of another movie that you can think that's in that time period and has like follows the same 
Yeah. Some more things. See, you try to describe the, the movie down the phone to something. They'd be like, what are you talking about? It's Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale exactly. and they're like, they're like science wizards. Yeah, exactly. Science wizards. You can't, as soon as you say to people, oh, this is a movie about magicians and they're uh, like against each other, people think, like, oh, it's stupid. I don't like magic. I think that's magicians in a perception in general. I think magicians are like the least cool people in the whole entire world. People thought that's all there. Shout out to Dino. Katie's uncle is an actual magician, that's his job. Genuine <laughs> magician. I love my joke. I'm not going to ruin joke on this on this podcast. What was it? Again? I what said, did you say? It was asked you, I, I, you, I went, is he loaded? And you went, I had a big house. And I said, that's only 20 crazy <laughs> finds behind. <laughs> <laughs> so you did. So you did. He's done magic at Katie's sister's wedding. And I, I, I hate magic, right? But there was one where I was trying to add to like, come on, mate, like, jokes aside, how the fuck did you do that? Like, it's actually yeah. ridiculous, man. But have you he asked me. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> he asked me. Holding a ransom. Down, like, uh, a childhood memory. So I was looking at what she was drawing. Oh, he's a uncle. I don't. And he drew like. I'm biased. Now, wait till you hear it. He drew like a wee cat. She drew like a wee cat, right? And then she keeps it to herself. And then obviously does all his like, spewing that and does his tricks. Pulls out a card with the same drawing on it. Like, in his writing, he's just drew the same cat. So how how does he know? How do you know? How did he draw it? So I'm almost an extra smoke mirrors. Exactly, but I just know what. <laughs> well, getting back to it, like, because you want to find out the prestige and you want to find out the Fidianese method of how he did it. The film sort of touches on that. We're told that every magic trick is in three stages. Um, the third of which is the prestige, the big reveal. Um, it mirrors the sort of three act structure of a screenplay. In a way, and I want to get into the writing, Jonathan Nolan's script, um, and how he sort of structures this film because it's I'm a really weird I'm not trying to call fa- it out here, right? But was it no co-written? Was it no two of them? I thought it was uh, co-written as well. Uh, I was going to say that I thought it was like. It's both of them. It's an amalgamation. Let's be honest, though. I'm not asking. Like, it, it seems like it seems like Jonathan's the writer. Like to me, screenplay by Christopher Nolan and Jonathan Nolan. Did they not co-write semi regularly? Like yeah, co-written. I was going to say, because I don't know. Give me a fucking minute. I'm going into Wikipedia here. Wikipedia violently giggling. (laughs) Violently giggling. Oh, my as, as a, right, yes, technically it's co-written, but Jonathan Nolan's the first listed writer, so go fuck yourself and move on. That's a hint, so Jonathan Nolan's Yeah, movie. What the point I'm trying to make, Jack, like, is a really weird framing device, isn't it? Because we get, when we go into it, it's like, we see the ending, then we... Um, boarding in prison, reading from Angier's journal, and then we go into Angier reading from Borden's journal, and we come out right. between those sort of three layers of an onion. Like it's a really peculiar and weird frame <laughs> to it. It's not, <laughs> I wouldn't say, it's not as a. The prestige has <laughs> layers. It's like an onion. It's completely like an onion. You just killed Ed there. <laughs> <laughs> as we killed him. I was like, I, I was just thinking the whole Shrek thing after Trouble said onion and after you're blank to you what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I just started talking about onions. Passion yourself, Shrek. What is an ogre or two? Jack, really smart, isn't it? I, however, what was I even going to say there now? Threw me off your frantic giggling. Onion chip. <laughs> <laughs> onion butter. We were talking about Shrek. 
Uh, <laughs> I, I really like the, the scene when the dragon and the donkey go off. <laughs> I love that you're such an all-star. Hey, anyway, let's concentrate, guys. Come on. Yeah, yeah so compose yourselves. You've started watching Westworld, which has uh, also got Jonathan Nolan's involvement. Right. Can you see any parallels between the two movies here with the prestige? No, I just wanted to, I wanted to talk a little bit about the diaries there, actually, when you mentioned that. I think, yeah. Uh, that's a, oh, it's one of my favourite parts, of one of my favourite um, like uses in the movie, just how they they do bounce off from back, uh, back and forth between the two diaries. And you see like the struggle of each of them, and they both talk about the same thing. If that makes sense, like sacrifice, mm-hmm. like how, how Angie obviously lost his wife and that's how he perceives like sacrifice is what he's already lost. But like Bond's yeah. actually sacrificing his real life, like he's sacrificing what he has with his wife and his kid just as much yeah. as Angier had to. Half the time. Because he well, yeah, half the time because because <laughs> <laughs> he's time sharing his half wife. Half his class. Because <laughs> 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 he's twin straight his mouth. Yeah, that's the same. He's basically just sitting there alone. Well, he's fucking twin actually riding the arse off. That's the one. Fucking. The right. Under the he's sitting he's he's the Tesla box. The prestigious. The prestigious. The Tesla box. The prestigious. The right. Tesla. More and more wound up. I'm gonna break that cut on Tesla's legs. I want to cut his fingers off. Right, I'm we're in the ship here, Nikki. You wrote down the Chris. Uh, the fucking. You wrote down that. What the fuck is his name? Christian Bale. Bale. I've had a long day. You wrote down that Christian Bale is good in the movie. Oh, mate, Do I you just... agree that Christopher Nolan is good in the movie? Christopher Nolan. Christian Bale. <laughs> Fuck me. Mate, I just, think <laughs> just end Bale's it now. Yeah. I think he's amazing, mate. I just see that, see that video though. where I'm shouting at the guy. Welsh, That's made me like him even more. Just shouting <laughs> at the guy. He's just so dedicated. Just, just amazing, man. Just watch him and you're just like, it just seems as if he is. I know this is obviously just what acting is. It just seems as if he's that person. It's so con- that, yeah. so convincing. <laughs> that, that, that guy. It's just always. He never seems like he's acting. Like he's, put, like he's put the finger on the pulse of acting. <laughs> he, he, just, no, but he never. See when you watch it and you're like, they're trying dead hard here. He just. He's, de- he's quite understated. He never looks like he's. he's effortless. Trying. It's just it's effortless. as if he just is that. Right? It's, it's yeah. amazing. He's just brilliant. Yeah. And I like I he's a bit your dick as well. I feel like yeah. uh, Hugh Jackman's like the opposite. Do you not feel like Hugh Jackman gives what? a lot? <laughs> like, but that's the, but that's what I was going to say. It's comparable between the two it's characters. Actually, like, yeah, it, it really is right. the characters as well. Because yeah. Ed was saying Hugh before, Jackman, but... yeah, you were saying about Hugh Jackman before and the, the showman qualities of him. Me and Nicky were saying earlier <laughs> on that like, I said how many films about Hugh Jackman are set with him being <laughs> some sort of performer. <laughs> <laughs> and Nicky both picked up in the line that Aye, they, actually, they, call him, they call him a showman, they actually use Aye. the word showman in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just you wait. <laughs> wait until <laughs> about 2017, you'll see all of it. Yeah. <laughs> It is like in it's what you were saying, Jack. Because like we've got Hugh Jackman and he's hosting the, the Tony Awards, he's hosting the Oscars, he's doing big musical numbers. And then Christian Bale's at the back with a whiskey, like hoping he doesn't win, so he doesn't need to give a speech. You know what I mean? That kind of uh, mirrors the characters of char- mirrors the characters of Angie and Borden yeah. like really well. It's a great example of like perfect casting uh, and probably one of Hugh Jackman's better performances. I would say if you would agree. Yeah, I've not really watched many things with him. I've like. I can't Wolverine. do I think I'd never watched Wolverine. This is a really embarrassing story for a movie podcast, right? I'm not going to name any names because I don't want to get my dirt on chat, right? 
But I used to know somebody used to get pirate DVDs. Like, I was <laughs> old, right? Get the hell chucked. Hey, I've got to do that. What, what yeah. was the, the Wolverine film where they're on like, the big Mexican on the background? They're cutting me off. They're on the big like nuclear thing, and uh, it's Deadpool, but not Deadpool. Deadpool. It's like oh, the Origins. Fucking Origins. Oh, come here. I got that in pirate. I got that on early access. Set. <laughs> The CG film, the, the CG scenes hadn't been done yet, so it would cut to like a blueprint of what the scene was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> they absolutely ruined the film for me. I think I've actually watched it since. I was like, Eddie, Eddie, the film's not much better than that. That probably see, like, happened. See, like, all the big, the big grand moments. Like, see the end where like, it falls. Again, spoilers if you've not seen Wolverine, the one that I can't remember the name of. <laughs> see the end where it falls and like, you like laser eyes, the pure mad thing, and it all falls down. Yeah. I've seen that in like stop motion. Like, uh, you <laughs> do. It's a flip book. I'm so <laughs> <laughs> oh, how far will we go? That's my Hugh Jackman film of the day. No, but that's next week. Can, can no, we but... do our first time film and get me back on and get me to actually watch that film when it's finished? No, I don't. I'm not putting anyone through that. That's a, it's a terrible movie. But that's what I'm saying. Like, Hugh Jackman's had some duds and he's been accused of sort of doing the same thing over Like, he is a theatrical performer, he is over the top. But he, he captures the essence of a man sort of descending from this position of like, he's happy, he's smiling, he is the greatest showman, for lack of a better word. And he descends into this monster who's willing to kill himself over a hundred times. You know what I mean? I was thinking about that. Why does he kill himself? Like he could do, he could do the trick perfectly after the first time. Like the, the wait, I forget his name, Christian Bale's guy does well, the hey, trick by the Christian Bale. He has an identical twin that every night he drowns just because he wants to. You're, yeah. No, it- I agree, but I think it's a, a pride thing because I thought about it because he's. Michael Caine's character says to him like oh it's a double it's a double and he's like it's yeah. not a double so yeah. he's adamant it's not a double and it's something better than a double so he views what he's doing as better than what Borden's doing exactly. so that's why he does it like it's he, more just the sacrifice he, does, each other, he actually yeah. yeah the only exactly. thing I thought about as well is that is like uh uh like uh no, a ceremonial thing, but like, see, because his wife drowns like, in the start. Is he like, is like him like well no. drowning his cell every time they like go through it? Like she went through. He actually does try to drown himself in the that, movie that, as well. Something says like he lied about what it's like to be drowned. Uh, yeah. He obviously knows uh, that he's got an issue with uh, the water. Angier thing. tries to drown himself like shortly after it as well. Yeah. So, oh, I've never but, but then, that. but then he also had he had this obsession with like being able like, to take his bow, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, he, he, he see when he's actually saying it, and he's talking about it at a really emotional level towards the end of the movie. He's talking about, you know, what sacrifices he has to make by using the machine, because he never knew whether he was going to be the man who drowned or whether he was going to be the man who like oh, right, came at the end. Out. So that's why that's why he done it because he knew that he if, also he also he knew that fucking they, onion. They make a big point at the end to show you that he like keeps every drowned version of himself as well, and all the tags. Yeah, that's weird. I just, I don't, not, not that the ending isn't good, but the, it's like, it's good because it raises more questions than it actually answers. Uh, exactly, because you can assume anything. You can assume even that Borden maybe uh, did meet Tesla and done the same thing and just kept his double, like what you were saying, Ed, and it worked better. Right, like but, his machine worked better than the machine that Angers was because he knew Angers had faults. Like Tesla made it, said it himself that he had to keep tweaking it and whatever else. So mm-hmm. um, maybe he knew that Borden's machine was better. 
and was able to but just complete was to make a complete replica basically. But I think I think it is an actual twin, not not used by the machine. I think it, the whole Tesla storyline was completely Borden's, like you know, to lead him off a street right, to get him away. Ah, uh, to get him away. The last I do like watching you, Jack. Go mad. Is that I seen that fact again? This isn't, this isn't an original thought. I seen this theory online, and I wanted to pose it to the three of you intelligent fellows. <laughs> that in the in the film, the whole like cloning thing isn't actually real, and that's the trick. Like the trick is getting uh, you to believe that in the film they managed to somehow get cloning to work, and that's like how the, the whole film doesn't. Because really... you said that that cutter says at the end or something like you're it's being all about the audience. Because I'm not how it's done. Aye. Uh, just don't yeah. by the trick. Yeah. Just accept it. Aye, it's like you're not you because you're looking for the answer, you'll never find it and all that. So like the whole There was point a thing. Of, how does it work without the cloning though? But it, so that it doesn't, but that's the trick that you are willing to accept that halfway through a film it just totally changes and the cloning all of a sudden becomes a thing and you just take it one way and think. There's a thing. Mark, it's an onion. It would just constantly change and it would basically keep showing you that you just shouldn't believe what somebody's telling you because it's just aye, a story someone's aye. telling you. They, it can mean anything, it can mean whatever they want it to mean. Exactly, you just yeah. take what they've told you and think that's what's happened. Well, but it probably isn't. Oh man, it's, it's, it's too much. It's too much. Right, we're going to get a, one, one last point about the. What's with this? Let me the prestige. Fuck. <laughs> Are you alright, mate? <laughs> oh, no. oh my god, today. Are you sitting down? <laughs> yeah, fuck, I think we're going to faint. Um, one thing I noticed with Nolan is that he makes great use of his supporting cast, no matter how frequently they're used throughout the movie. Like, everyone has their sort of moment to shine. The Joker. Everyone's, yeah, well, the Joker. You've got the Joker and he's yeah, Harvey Dent in that movie. Um, but in this film, you've got so many great supporting performances. So Do you think like, so? I think uh, so. I, uh, I, I think so. I think they were all right. Who did you I'd, know? Like? I didn't like, I wouldn't have thought about that. I had a pure problem with Scarlett Johansson's character right at the very start. Oh. A problem? Why? An like, act from like, acting or like just the, uh, the character? And the acting and like the, the, how it's written as well, I suppose. I hate when like somebody like Scarlett Johansson walks onto the screen to so, like one of the biggest like female actors. Yeah. The biggest actresses, well, not female actors, but in like they make out for like, a couple of seconds that she might not get the job. Like Scarlett Johansson would walk onto this. Aye, see those That would be great if it happened. was true though. Like one time, it's, like they bring in Christian Bale. Is she going to get the job? Of course, she's like the most famous One thing I did want to point out though is you've got a Welshman playing. A, playing a Cockney, you've got an Australian playing an American, you've got an American playing an English woman, then you've got another Amer- and now you've got a, hey, a British person girl, playing an American, movies. and then you've got Michael Caine, who's just been himself again. You, like Michael Caine just says Michael Caine, and anything he is. Sean isn't. Connery, he's just, no matter what he's in, he's the same accent. Remember Sean Connery <laughs> played a Russian guy, he's Scottish. He <laughs> played he's he's a Russian guy. <laughs> <laughs> Juan Sanchez Ramirez, and he introduces himself as Juan Sanchez Ramirez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's cast as the Spanish guy, Aye. and I'm pretty sure the guy who played the Highlander wasn't Scottish. Highlander. Highlander. I've been in a, I've been in a Highlander. Highlander. The Highlander. 
Triff, but Triff also said rotten tomatoes as well. The rotten tomatoes. I liked Andy Circus. I like seeing Andy Circus. Just like Andy Circus in general, but you don't think he's brilliant in a sexual sense. No, I like to see him without any. Well, no. Well, no. Towards that, Triff. But then I, did, I thought the whole, I thought that, again, the more you talk about films like this, the more you end up saying that like you don't like it, and I actually did hey, I've got, like it, I, I was like with Spider-Man on here, I actually love it, and I pure slated it. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you didn't <laughs> slate it, you just like said you hated it. You said it's an 8. <laughs> 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 I slated it 8.5, brilliant. Oh, man. See, but Those... my problem is, this is probably me just being stupid, but see when it's someone like David Bowie, I feel like you're just looking at it going, that's David Bowie. They're not like, thinking about what he's saying. You're just like, what's David Bowie doing here? Saying no, that? I, I wasn't a fan he's of his, his performance either, to be honest. I thought he was just a just, bit. Was it just random David Bowie? Uh, it was just pure random. See, see, at the very least, he was fine. Aye, like, he was uh, bearable. Uh, uh, you don't thought, want fine uh, in a film like that. He's surrounded by people, people that are brilliant. He's a curious looking fellow and he had to play a curious guy, so I mean, he's just done the job. Just what he is. He should have sat Because, like, because everybody else is, like, very like above average his average performance then looks a bit worse because it's like you're comparing apples to golden apples uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all those golden apples in the street he's just like lying around tough looking at like golden a golden apple i'm gonna cash right everyone say uh one thing you liked about the movie and your mark out of 10 uh, to finish us off here eddie go you go first again you go first because I like how it revealed of it in the end, and I like Christian Bale's but generally that, that, like it's a film that's good and doesn't ever really lull like, it gets better and better and better and then like, I, I was watching it I agree and then like that, that last half an hour went past in, like five minutes like see oh, I think you're right every half point. I was like oh I was into it and it never really lost me I very much enjoyed it I'd watch it again yeah. Aye, it was like a bit of a slow build and then and then it just, just click on quicker as you go through, doesn't it? Waxy. It does, just gives you a big old slap in the, slap in the chin. A big slap, just a big slap in the chin. Jack, what did you think? Uh, did you I enjoy the slap? Overall, it's just bloody smashing into it. So mm. I'm going to give it a nine and I, I mean, I could talk about it for days, but I'll just I say, thought you were going to go ten. I was prepared for our first ten. I was begging a point, something like a nine point. Know. You need to do, you need to do something to me. That no one else has ever done before to get a 10. <laughs> to get a 10. <laughs> <laughs> you personally, Ricky. 
The only uh, is that allowed? Yeah, I think it's a near. Yeah, we can give half marks. I gave four out of five fake beards. You can give me one. It's all. It's all. Who's saying no? You can't do that. Like you know. Like no, I'm giving a nine and a half because I think it's an example of like a so close to perfect movie. It just doesn't because you're so engaged thinking about it and your brains so engaged like it loses you a tiny bit in an emotional level like you don't feel a pang at any point there isn't a time where i felt like distraught or so like sad or I don't think extremely it's happy it's, it's, it's a different it's a different movie but a perfect movie totally. will have that because i wrote my notes again my notes are not very detailed I wrote that his wife's death was really disappointing. She was on screen for like literally <laughs> one scene, and then the next scene she yeah. died no. in like thirty seconds. And, and he didn't care at all, but it was like, because it was oh, the twin or whatever. But yeah, but I'm just what I'm saying is like a oh, really great, a really. Uh, I mean, I mean, uh, uh, you were talking about Angie's Hugh Jackman's wife and like the uh, oh, yeah, they do they do his wife dies and. I, but I think that it. I think that's meant to be done. I think you're meant to sympathise more with them on a like a, mm-hmm. a, a turmoil. Like they, they both yeah. have like de- like demons and ambi- their, their vice is their ambition. Like you're not meant to really fall. You can forget the, the Christian the basically killed her. I know. Ambition is their mm-hmm. folly. Can we just let that yeah. go? Well, basically again, you're her. not you're not meant to know. Like, again, you're like, oh, which note did they tie? And you're like. Yeah, I definitely tied a lot of so, so many questions. This is why I love it. But, it's, 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 it's a any, puzzle. Any it's not experts out there? Because you can definitely tell that it does it, it does something stops and does something else. Nah, it's not nah, so, you, so, so you know that I do the other one. No, we don't know. Because we need to get the other Could have been the other one. We need to get somebody that's got not tying badges involved and say, mate, is that a slipway note or is that the line for double? Maybe we could share it on Twitter if we had. Um, anyway. Who's taking digs yourself? Nicky's meant to do it. You can do it. I'm not doing it. I I'm refuse. Not begging I'm begging for followers. Oh, fuck you. Right, anyway. <laughs> what I'm saying is, it's, it's, uh, it's a puzzle of a movie. You know, and that's what's so great about it, but it just lacks a tiny emotional punch, which is why it's a 9.5. It's a damn near perfect film, and I love it. But uh, anyway, we're going to go, we're going to go, damn near, we're going to go to a break. Um, and then when we come back, we'll be talking Toy Story 4. Uh, we'll be talking uh, Detective Pikachu. Um, and these guys will be debating um, what should be the next big biopic of a rock star. So catch you in a bit. Up. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Hey guys! Hello there! <laughs> this, is, this is part two of the show. Um, Which we're hopefully always the end of the day. Yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so um, what we're going to do now, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody has been number one at the box office for the last couple of weeks. Uh, people seem to like it. 
people seem to enjoy it, that Freddie Mercury movie. Um, so we're going to do what we did last week, where Jack debated that Jackie Chan and Darth Maul uh, should fight in a mosque. Um, except this week we are going to debate what should be the next rock star biopics. Um, the other three have each picked um, their subjects and they will fight it out and then I'm going to decide the winner. So this time we're going to start with Jack. Jack, you're going to tell us... I started the last time. You said that this time as if someone else was going to start. Well, for this time. Call this time on, on the show. This guard. time on the show. It's alright. You know, for That's this right. time I can on the deal show. With, I'll deal with the pressure. Just give you a wee second. Just to... It's, it's an alphabet. It's an alphabet order of who you pick. So, you pick someone starting with an A. That's so. it. That's a show. Well, that's pretty correct, actually. Right. Yeah. Well, I picked ACDC. Rock Legends ACDC. Oh. Um, I mean, Here's I don't up. know. I've, I've been a bit of a kind of... Half and half fan, like I don't know. I listen to them. Pretty <laughs> You've been DC. I know the DC. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one you're on the run. No, I'm not getting both my ears. <laughs> <laughs> right, carry on, sorry. Right, if he's quite finished, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically, uh, it's just absolute tunage, isn't it? I think um, in terms of quality of songs, like in terms of people, what people know, like. Can maybe compared with, well actually, yeah, compared with Queen, or similar to Queen, you know, they've got anthems that like everybody knows, like songs that just you know, I think they all just get, sound the same, but they, but they get used in like all these Mickey, different adverts wait a minute. and whatever else. But I think ACDC don't, I don't even say they sound the same, no. I think they just yeah. all sound sound. Nicky, we're simple. going to get to that bit in a minute. Nicky, this is make your case. Sorry, sorry, I'm just naturally right. <laughs> Ed, I don't think it was see, six. I think it was less than that. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help you. It was six years. He's actually a QC sitting there. Jack. Wait, so Jack, I've not seen Baby Rhapsody, but I heard there's like a part of it, or like maybe the last half hour or something, is like basically a reenacted concert or something of like uh, live, 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 is, it, live is that what it is right so um just when the idea of that came into my head and i was thinking about um if it was an acdc performance or like live performance yeah. it's like i don't know it's yeah, quite well good. it's quite well renowned for being like an electric atmosphere and the amount of fucking yeah. energy they have on stage and that like resembles like bands like the stones Aye, and even yeah, even like the whole yeah, the whole like. Uh, they've got a pure image behind it. Aye, they've got a pure yeah. image. The whole image behind it, and uh, Angus Young, well, just like his energy on stage, like even just rolling about the floor with the guitar and all that kind of, even that daft stuff. I think that would make for a good movie. Uh, yeah, if you're going, like if you're going to try and reenact like a, a live performance, then I think that'd be up there as one of the ones you want to try. Up there with one of the ones you want to try and replicate. Um, That's fair enough. You know. Well. And don't Mickey, know, maybe just get more on the emotional side of them. I, I don't really know anything about the emotional side. I know that there's, there's brothers in the, in the band, so that could be quite interesting as well, similar to like an Oasis biopic, where you look at oh. like, the tension between the two brothers or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, Nicky, we'll yeah. move on to you. Who have you <coughs> picked and why? I'd originally picked Black Sabbath, but I focused just on Ozzy Osbourne. Nice. So I think Black so Sabbath. Nicky should actually be going. Should we go first? Second, should we then? Is it is it A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P. Yeah, I should. Oh, 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 oh
obviously everyone knows he's <laughs> fucking mental. <laughs> but like, yeah. there's like kind of stories about how they made heavy metal and it was they went to a horror drive-in movie and they were like a blues band. And mm-hmm. Tony Iommi, the guitarist, said like, if you can have scary movies, why can't you have scary music? That's what has how they then done it, like, to be scary. And then there's all the times where he basically had no money until he met Sharon Osbourne and then nobody would take him and then she made Ozfest and all that. And it's just, I think it yeah. how how he became like what we know him. He's, a, he's an icon and pretty shite, if truth be told. Like, he can't, he can't really sing or anything like that. Uh, he's made like him a into, like, uh, he's, uh, She's made him this icon that people, like, I just think it's amazing because she's made him into nice. someone that everybody knows. I like that. Well, Eddie, um, I don't want to cause you any sorrow, but would you please tell me who your pick is? Right, so I, I, it's, this pick has also been um, passed through every that I'm in immediate contact with. Like my mom, my dad, and Becca all said, Aye, that's not a bad show. I picked Prince. Nice. Or the artist. The artist probably known. Yeah. Aye. Uh, the reason I picked Prince is mainly because he's dead. Aye, dead folk have like an off the bat like <laughs> interest in them. That's why I think why like I don't know, like he died about two years ago. Yeah. See, I agreed because so, I was gonna pick Bowie and I thought Well you didn't select so de- Death is like death oh, is like oh, God, brings <laughs> folk into the door. <laughs> <laughs> What is that? I'm offering it. Dead people bring people bring people. Like, see, as soon as you die, that's like, yeah, yeah, that's you over the top. Do you remember Michael Jackson died and they released all his like um, tour yeah. footage? Yeah, Michael Jackson had like millions of debt and all just went away, but he was dead. And he just kept making money. Aye, he'd be fucking dealing. He was a pedo. Well, fuck's sake. Allegedly. Supposedly. One week. <laughs> no, he definitely was. But right. I think Prince comes into a very similar category. Well, in ways, as Nick said, Ozzy Osbourne does. Like, Prince is... See, if you don't know that many Prince songs... Like, you know who he is. You know, you know the guy. Like, see the amount Seems of like, quite mysterious as well. And rumours about him, but then you don't know what of it as well. Like, he died and he had, like, prescriptions and, like, seven different folks name him as filler all sorts. He's the one that originated the rumour that he got two of his ribs removed so he could, you know, have a bit of, <laughs> a bit of me time. Nice. <laughs> nice. I thought like, that was Marlon Manson. Well, that, 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 the rumour started as a Prince rumour and then became Marlon Manson because Marlon Manson was like the next scariest thing after Prince. <laughs> <laughs> Prince doesn't make any sense. Of them. Like, he actually, like, he looks like your bird and it's probably got more chance of shagging your bird than you do. Like, the guy is an absolute <laughs> enigma. Yeah. I think he was from a time where people didn't know anything about rock stars. See, at that time, like, because they didn't have Twitter or anything, they were seen as these pure, like, gods. Like, well, he wouldn't know what he was up to. Like, what did he do in his free time? Nikki, I'm glad you asked. I did, a bit of I, did a bit, I did a bit of, you know, the old pounding away at the books. He nice. was. <laughs> <laughs> pounding away at something else, wasn't <laughs> <laughs> it? It ruined. Do you know that? Actually, do you know an NBA player called Carlos Boozer? He played for the LA Lakers. Rented Prince a house back in the early two thousands. It went to court because Prince changed everything about the house. He changed the front <laughs> gates of the house to the Prince sign. He changed every element of running water on the house to flow purple water through it. And changed them. And he changed the master Imagine bedroom. Imagine having the money he was making. He changed the master <laughs> bedroom into a hair salon. 
and be like the whole thing Wall Street went weird. <laughs> Mate, Ed, Ed, I, I, do you know what? I actually withdraw my, my suggestion. I want to see a Prince movie. <laughs> oh, don't do that. I was just going to let you fight out. <laughs> you coward. That is amazing. You were coming in second enough. He also, he also went, um, he, I forget his, um, however his first guitarist was, but I, I forget to write his name down. He's not important. This guy was a Jehovah's Witness. Prince went door to door with him, being a Jehovah's Witness, just because he thought it was a laugh. He'd turn to like, random folk in like, Pennsylvania's house and just chat their door and come in and try to convert them to being Jehovah's Witnesses, despite <laughs> not <laughs> being a Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> that's amazing, I love that. I love that so much. Who would play That guitar is clever, man. Well, uh, this is also an idea that isn't original to me. Apparently there was talks of Bruno Mars playing Prince in a yeah. film. Alex, I can see that. He has the voice for it. Yeah, Alex, um, I can think of playing my guy. Who the fuck can play Ozzy Osbourne? Um, what's Ozzy his face? No, what's his face? <laughs> we, we need to talk about Kevin. Ezra Miller. Mm, I don't even know who that is. Um, he's in Fantastic Beasts. He has somebody with your long hair, oh, He's in Fantastic Beasts. Any goth actors? He could, though. Ezra Miller could play it. Uh, Jack, who's playing ACDC? The fuck knows. Bunch of skeletons. Yeah. Jack, one. Jack, you've lost this, by the way. Oh, I've absolutely lost. I didn't, I didn't really play Jack, goal. you started off no convincing your own suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, ACDC, alright? I don't remember that song, but I quite like them sometimes. I couldn't, I, couldn't <laughs> I couldn't even think of any points. I, I, couldn't, I was like... Did a band member, did a band member die or something? <laughs> was there some sort of emotional thing I could do? He's been on, he's been on Wikipedia no, since no, the end of the started talking. No, the, only fact, the only fact I actually knew was that Bon Scott died and then I went to say, uh, when Bon Scott died in a, uh, was that a helicopter crash or something like that? And then I was like, in fact, I don't think that's true, I just know he died. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so we'll, we'll just, in the movie, we'll you just kill him, we'll, just, we'll have him like, mauled by a bear or something and it'll... See the problem with Ozzy Osbourne is, see as I said, I read his autobiography, none of his stories have been good. It's all things like him gone mad and like shooting hundreds of chickens and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, it's pretty horrible <laughs> stuff. One of the things yeah. he gets up... It wouldn't, exactly be, it wouldn't be a family-friendly romp, would it? No, it's not. When he goes to at a record meeting, and he's absolutely <laughs> nut, as usual, right. and he gets up and just starts pissing in people's glasses. <laughs> so That's <weird>. fantastic, <laughs> Nikki. Nikki, are you wanting to fight out with Ed, or are you wanting to concede the victory? Nah, so I am. One more point. What is it? <laughs> I don't know how folk know things like this. It had custom-made roller skates that were see-through, like pimp shoes, but lit up <laughs> like rainbow colours as he roller skated. And it was apparently a shit-hot roller skater and almost into the bargain. <laughs> well, you I need to be around like, him. I think in situations with the films like this, that although, and this sounds anti-Queen and it's not, but like, that Queen are like obviously an amazing band, but Freddie Mercury's just as interesting as they are musically good. Yeah. Like, mm. the person's backstory has to be so like... Because, because see, that's why I went for Ozzy instead of Black Sabbath, because people care more about Ozzy Osbourne. Aye. Mm. It's like, you, you, you can even have somebody that's like, oh, I was born in a middle-class white family and was already at singing, so I sung two songs and now... Exactly. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, you have like a weirdo. Ah, you have something that's an absolute weirdo. I think the biggest weirdo in maybe history is Prince. Well, that's why I'm going to make my decision. Right. I'm going to explain it and why that Eddie's film would get made. I think into the others, like ACDC, they do have good music, and I think live performances would be great. Um, I don't know anything about them, and I don't care to know anything about them. I don't think. 
you know what I mean? Unless mm-hmm. there's like a story there. The good thing about <clears throat> the good thing about Ozzy Osbourne was like it's not only Ozzy that we know. We know like Ozzy's entire family as well around him. Uh, like yeah. you know, you know Sharon Osbourne and even you know Kelly Osbourne. Now, Osbourne. But, you know, yeah, like all oh, that like they're dead. What was his, what was his son called? Jack. Jack. Oh, you got it. Yeah, the program not long ago. Yeah, like he was climbing hills and shit, wasn't he? Ed's got it right because Prince is like like iconic and musically as well as a story. That's why if I was going to pick it, I would have said someone like Jack Touchton Oasis in the story of the Gallagher brothers who could do the end of See, Oasis. I, was going to say could... that, but I'm, I like them too much. So yeah. And I've always thought that a Fleetwood Mac movie around the rumours era when they were all getting Fuck off! That's why I didn't bring it up. That's why I was going to fight this and get you to judge it. But then I was like, no, nah, because I'm going to pick Fleetwood Mac. You just, you just get wind bound up and I, I disagree. I hate, I hate Fleetwood Mac. No, because you don't give it a reason. No, I'm not even getting into this. But Fleetwood Mac is interesting <laughs> I'll because tell you the like they were, the getting, they were getting divorced and they were all splitting up at the time and they were all doing cocaine and writing songs about each other. So that's why that'd be good. But Eddie's got the right one because he's got a, he's got someone to play him. He's he's got the right story. He's done his research. So Eddie, you get the the win today. The win. Did you win? That's yeah. me. They're coming back. Get up, he's <laughs> one for one. Shoot, shoot a thousand. So we do have we have two more two more items in the docket today to talk about. The first of which was the the shock yeah, that came yesterday, um, or was it two days ago? The days sort of blend together when you don't go to bed to three in the morning. Uh, oh my God, your heart. <laughs> <sighs> so much. Toy Story 4. The, we got a trailer yesterday and we actually got a teaser coming out today. So the first teaser was kind of shy. It was just all of them round in a circle. And then this mad uh, fork thing showed up at the end. Uh, however, the one that came out today was of a, it was a bunny. Bunny and Ducky were the name of the uh, characters. Keep Joyce for yet. Yeah, uh, Michael, what is it? Michael Keegan Key? Keegan Michael yeah. Key? Jordan Keegan Michael Key and Jordan Peele, uh, the award winning director of Get Out. Um, they will be voicing yeah. Bunny and Ducky in the new film. Um, so, Nikki, we'll start with you this time. You notoriously hate trailers. Um, what did you make of these ones? And are you excited in any way, shape, or form? Nah, I'll be, I'll be watching it. Okay. Toy Story 3. Round off brilliantly, mate. It was brilliant. Yeah. Did well, I, I, agree. I agree with you. You'll be shocked to hear. Because I but you. People at our age as well, you went through the whole thing with Toy Story, probably obviously when we were younger, and then that was it, it was ending just as you got older. And yeah. you're then like, just stop, just stop trying to make money off it, just leave it alone. When did the first Toy Story come out? Like uh, 20 years ago, yesterday. So was that 1998? Yeah. Good maths again. So like, <laughs> <laughs> Nicky's right that like, Toy Story not but like sort of followed your life. Aye, like, but when we've grown in, up, then it's the thing. The first two were goodbye. quite quick together, weren't they? Yeah, the first two were like '98 and then like 2001. Aye, so like yeah. they were like when you were a wee guy, and then Toy Story three was sort of like about Aye, growing goodbye. up. About like, and it, it felt to me like they finished it with Toy Story 3 uh, it felt like it was it's like it's just like they can't leave things alone it's the pe- it's I know because it's the perfect trilogy like Toy Story is for, in my opinion one of the greatest trilogies in the history of cinema because you've got three extremely strong films like none of them are bad you know what I mean like you've not got oh, a weak Toy Story fun. movie um, so that's what annoyed me about the fourth one um, but we'll go to like Jack Horrid if any of you like the trailers let me know I don't mind the trailers I don't like the Content, but the, the trailers themselves, like the first trailer <laughs> with the Ring Around of Roses, was a bit dumb. Yeah. But see the second one with Key and Tail, that, that that's like objectively speaking, it was 
okay. It wasn't like it was quite funny. Like, see what they've done to your mum. Aye, I thought that's alright. The only thing that I have a real problem with is I don't get Forky at all. Is that his name? Uh, yeah. Like, I'd, stupid. Like, see, I, I, unless they address the fact that if you stick pipe cleaners and googly eyes on a fork, it then becomes a toy. It'll be uh, a, a problem that, that as soon as you put googly eyes on something, it's a toy. Like, I don't know. I'd, I, I, do you think they're doing it's like a substandard toy? Like, it's a race thing? Jack, do you think this is uh, just a cash grab from Disney then, Disney Pixar, but which seems strange to me because we've talked, we're going to touch briefly on the fact they've got this streaming service coming out, they've got Star Wars, they've got Marvel. Do they really need to be making, do they really need to be making Toy Story 4? Uh, I don't know, I'm not accusing them of a cash grab, not as much as I did last week. We Accuse them? A couple of weeks Get ago. Get sued. More, like, that Deadpool stunt is is clearly a, a cash grab thing. I think with Disney, you don't... I mean, obviously you're going to make movies to make money. Like, there's no... There's no uh, That's what they're there to do, they don't... Ah, uh, exactly. There's no differentiation between that, but I think... Uh, it's, um, but it's weird you bring up Incredibles 2 because they waited such a long time because they uh, didn't have the story for that. They wanted to make it a good movie. 
why on earth would you ruin the perfect trilogy that was Toy Story? But Toy Story unless they've got but I don't, I, I, I'm not saying people want it. Yeah. I, I'm not saying they're going to ruin it. I, I just think for us, I think. Uh, I mean, the question is okay. obviously asked to us in the panel. We we're, we've moved on to Toy Story. I'm not just saying that because mm-hmm. we obviously don't watch kid films now. This but I just mean like our like our likeness to Toy Story is Story. lost now because. Yeah, it's not the same. Like it's not going to be the same. That's it. That's exactly. It. See what I'm saying about the Grinch. And I said the game we went out. You need to kind of remember now that it's not made for us. It's made. It's uh, made for yeah. kids. Exactly. It's, 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 it's no, so, I don't know the target audience. Exactly. I think that, I think they can make a good movie from it, and kids will enjoy it because they don't analyze like we do right now. You know what I mean? I know, but like I don't don't know the the <laughs> I just think we should be giving kids like stuff they can experience, like Toy Story on their own, I, like new stuff, like the original. Yeah, I, I yeah agree, new stuff. I agree with you. Yeah. Like, because they're, they're getting cheated to the experience if everything's like already happened. But, then, but unless you, know you just I mean? make Toy Story 5 and 6 after this as well, and they're all just like yeah, modernised exactly. and all that. Exactly. Like, if, <laughs> Toy Story the Pickles. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> Buzz Lightyear, a Toy Story story. I just hope they don't. <laughs> they're going to do something stupid though. <laughs> It just feels like they're going to do something stupid and try and modernise it, like, and give him, like, a Twitter page or something like that. You know what but I mean? But then, seeing like, the Toy Story films, see the, see, see the side characters in Toy Story, I actually think they're the, see, the Slinky, the T-Rex, and, um, yeah. they're, like, the best three characters in the films. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, sh- they the should get film? spin-off films. Rex, uh, would you believe uh, Nicky? What a name. I should just say his name. Like Rex, Ham and Potato Head. Like, I'd have had more time for a film that was like, I don't know. You couldn't through your Toy tears. Story's finished. Aye, that's me crying. <laughs> that's me crying again. Like <laughs> You've done yeah, a I, crying now, tears. I completely agree. <laughs> um, we also watched a second trailer this week, which I am considerably more excited about because I thought this was the stupidest, dumbest idea on the planet until I saw it. And I saw it. And I'm just looking at it. So it's because I've seen you now. I'm sitting here thinking. I couldn't agree more. It's amazing. It's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Detective Pikachu, people. Detective Pikachu is going to be the movie of the year. Like, put mark it in your calendars. May 2019, Detective Pikachu. Who's excited? Me. I didn't realise it was a game. Yeah. When did that come out? Yeah, I think it was was it released in the UK or was it only in Japan? That's even weirder then, but that doesn't that makes even less sense. Here's <laughs> a movie based on a game that you never got to play because it wasn't ever released here, go watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, um, I, I never knew it was happening until you said about it and I thought, what a terrible idea. And then I watched it and I was watching it with Katie and I was actually like a pure wee boy. I was pure giggling and stuff like that, man. All yeah. my, the pure flooded back. Like, I just loved Pikachu. So, you know, as a wee guy, just to watch yeah. the Pokemon program all the time, just to win my Ash would get him at the start. And yeah. I just loved them, man. And it was funny. Indeed. And as I said there, I hate Ryan Reynolds. Just don't find him funny at all. But he seems really good at him. 
He just it works. Oh, as soon how, how as he said pika pika, I was like, right, I'm in. Let's do this. <laughs> Jack, are you are you on board the Pokemon train? Are you Pokemon Go? I, I wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm anywhere near as excited as you are. <laughs> I love Pokemon. Love it. Uh, love my, my bad jokes have been bad today, man. No, I think it's going to be good. Um, that's pretty much all I can say about it. I've watched the trailer. Wasn't hadn't really heard much about it. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is a funny guy, so I think it'll be yeah. quite an interesting role he's, for him. He's quite humorous, and it links into the Pokemon lore. Well, you see but that does ticket, it? yeah, because I've seen the ticket, and the ticket but, is to Sinnoh, and the Sinnoh region is in Pokemon yeah, Diamond yeah, and Pearl. I'm right. He's going to actually that's, that's a link, but but in none of the other material, it's never said that like anyone can speak or like. I like, can't be understood of. Same. Well, I, it's only him who can understand them. But that's like, even, I, I saw Harry Potter. The ones we see. Bigger I think that's going to be. I think that'll be. I think that'll be a plot point in the movie. But I, I, the the film again, uh, it comes into the sort of the prestige area again. It's called back to part one. Out on yeah. all good podcast platforms. Cheap <laughs> <Yes. laughs> plugs from Eddie Downey. <laughs> like, Love if that. I was to try and explain to you. What it is, you'd be like, I actually get to your bed. And Ryan Reynolds is Davy's voice. <laughs> if I said Ryan Reynolds is going to be a buddy cop film playing Pikachu, you'd be like, noise, no. Like, that's enough of that. But the, the trailer looked good. Like, I actually might go to the, the pictures and sit there and watch that. Yeah, I'll be there, man. I'll be Let's there. do a team show and we'll do our review right after it. I really want to go. I can't wait for We should just send in our podcast about the lead up to Detective Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> should we start? Can we start a Pikachu countdown? We'll start that. Let's start yeah, I was show. honestly like, I went from like nothing, no excitement to this, this is all I need. Charizard <laughs> is flying at the end and he's trying to get away from Charizard and Charizard is screaming with fire and it's everything we've wanted man it's that, everything we've that wanted that did look decent to be fair that's I soon. had a problem as well but again it's a weird, it's a weird so as a wee guy I was a Pokemon fan no denying it had all the games played I them all who was your starter? Uh, oh, Bulbasaur obviously yeah. I'm, I'm a hipster like that I was Bulbasaur see me and Nicky know because go, go, go and, go and Char- uh, Charmander or Squirtle was like Take me easy with that. Was like, oh, you're going to beat it. Uh, Bubble was, <laughs> was, was, was like, grind. The working class hero. But why does Jigglypuff look so weird? Oh, I love Jigglypuff. Like, she looks because she's singing karaoke and gets but interrupted, she, and she's fuming. She looks nothing like the. the I, and without trying to sound too much like I've got a fedora on and like the spotties back you've seen in your entire life. <laughs> it actually looks nothing like Jigglypuff. Like it's brown. Do you think it's funny how kids' movies can make you be like that? Like you think you don't care about Pokemon then you oh, see Jigglypuff I, and you're like, that's I a fucking thought joke. About Pokemon <laughs> and like a good You're just human. <laughs> doesn't look anything like how it was supposed how not how it's supposed to look but how it i look. always imagined it looking if it was because obviously it was always in your game boy it was 2d and like a bit of a weird color and all that but in your head you always never had it look uh, brown and fluffy like i, I don't know no nah, you didn't it always looked like uh, you just wonder if that's what someone else thought it looked like and then you're like ah oh. yeah artistic interpretations of what jiggles are supposed to look like <laughs> yeah nah, i thought nah. it was no <laughs> i think it looked good but Fluffy they hired the guy do you remember they had the realistic photo, Pokemon photos that were out a couple of years ago? 
like on the internet. Ah, some of them I. Yeah, I, they hired the guy who did them, who did them, um, to work in this movie. I've never seen apparently. them. Yeah, I've so, seen the SpongeBob ones and all, and they're fucking terrifying. Aye, I, I actually terrifying. Aye, I love SpongeBob. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, SpongeBob was the pure ADHD that. television when you were a wee guy. That was like okay, see, I just watched SpongeBob. Like anytime it was on, I was watching. Anytime I was in the house, I was watching. <laughs> I <just loved> it. <laughs> Until I was, I remember watching SpongeBob in mornings before high school. Like, well Stick into here. high school as well. No, like first year. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing that with us. <laughs> so, Detective Pikachu, we're all buzzing for. Definitely. Uh, everyone. Great Universal. Film. And I'm if you're no buzzing for it, get buzzing for it. Because it's going to be. It's 8 out of 10 Psyducks. Already after that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Give the There was a Psyduck in the trailer. That's what I said. No, see the mad lady cat, main character who's not got a name yet. I don't think. Yeah. Her Pokemon are Psyduck because when they go in the forest, there's a mad thingy moving, big shockwave and all that. I was right into Gold, it. The Gold Ducks, one of my favourites. Man, fucking, I'm a big Gold Duck guy. So I'm um, mad. Big, mad for Gold Duck. I'm mad for Gold Duck. Absolutely mad for it. Yeah. Yeah, I had one of the like the things for the DS, and like you put the thing in the bottom and it gave you cheats for Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. They were always they were the worst wee guys. Nah, I, was, wee guys guys I was one of them. Like. <laughs> you were probably the I had that. I was one of them. Cause you see, we were talking about uh, you're a big cheating dodgy bastard. Dodgy pirate DVDs, and that as well, because my grandpa used to get them for the bars, and then uh, he used to also, used to also get me wee DS cards with like, cheats codes in them and that. I still have one for PSP memory cards when you load any computer and you got any game for nothing. Movies not brilliant, man. You be cutting about with Times 99 rare candy and just like level up everything. You're a big bastard, that's what you were. Because you didn't play games. Grind. Just grind. Level them up. Because you wouldn't play any of these. You played all movies on the I do not play. I do not play the movies. Movie. What movies did I pirate? You used to pirate. You were trying to encourage me and Higgins to do it, to go on uh, these illegal websites. I even I remember was... one time Ed saying that you were surprisingly good at knowing illegal websites. That's old. I'm just out teaching on a podcast. Nope. Thank God, don't be listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> Disney are bringing out a streaming service. <laughs> <laughs> they've, uh, they're, calling it, they're, call, they're calling it Disney Plus. We're not going to talk about it a lot to explain why, because like our next two episodes, we've got a Marvel one and a Star Wars one. So I'm going to move the Marvel and Star Wars TV shows to those shows. However, I just wanted to talk in general because people are saying when this launches, it's going to put Netflix out of business um, and other streaming yeah, platforms. It will though because they've got all the content, mate. They've got Fox. They've got. But they Disney. don't. Well, do they? What What is Netflix going to necessarily lose? The Marvel shows and all their Disney stuff. The Marvel and shows Star Wars. They're not, not just cancel. Um, the Netflix originals, mate. They've got Stranger Things. Um, just to name one straight away. They've got <laughs> so, so many strong originals. Just to name the only one you can think of. <laughs> nah, they've got loads of strong originals. What's the, what's the I don't think it'll kill Netflix, but it'll what definitely. Amazon Prime is terrible. Amazon Prime. I went on that the other day looking for the Prestige, and see the like the stuff you get is standard Amazon Prime. It's actually not even worth watching. Right, it's a lot. It's. I used to think that. However, the American office is on it, and I've been watching. Aye, a lot more chaff and wheat on it. So I don't think it'll kill Netflix. But it's, it's, <laughs> I, that's only I've got it. I don't think I'll get it for the, the That's why I've like, got it next to the streaming. Next to the See if Netflix starts sending me things, I'll cancel as I'm playing the horror. 
if I could buy books after Amazon, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be a dead heat. Um, so one of the one of the things that's been announced exclusive to the streaming service that's not Marvel and Star Wars is going to be the Lady in the Tramp film, the live action Lady in the Tramp film, be exclusive to the Disney streaming oh. service. Do we need that? No. I was never a massive Lady in the Tramp fan. I don't think anyone. I, I don't think. I don't think Emden knows that film apart from the scene. Apart from that, what else happens? I couldn't tell you what else happens. Oh, there's a weird Siamese bit, I like that. <laughs> a classic scene. That'll be cut out though, because it's kind of racist, isn't it? Uh, it's about Aye, but racist towards cats is nothing. Cats <laughs> Carting yeah, cats. Carting cats are just a good way to go in general. <laughs> Stuff still, for, I'd, I'd cut it out. Aristocats. Anyway. Aye, Aristocats is better. Aye. I'm not what else it? then? Disney own that's going to be on it. it. Like, what Fox stuff's going to be on it? All the uh, Die Hard, Alien, uh, but, the do you, but do you, but do you watch? Do you watch Netflix for movies, or do you watch Netflix for like I'm doing other things, TV, like programs you've seen? Like, well, we're, get, times apparently apparently we're getting apparently Monsters Inc. Apparently, we might be getting a Monsters Inc. TV show as well on it. But I don't, I don't want to watch that. I don't want that. I, I feel like <laughs> it's very much aimed at folk. Younger than us again, I feel like we're gonna think uh, we're old men. See, to put the Simpsons on it, I'm getting. Will be what you get the older viewers in with the Star Wars shows and the Marvel shows we'll talk about in a couple of weeks. Will be what they get the older audience in with. But the Simpsons again isn't even something I'd buy it for because the, oh, the better mate, that the Simpsons, Simpsons is, the better that the Simpsons is turning it on and being surprised when it's a good episode. And you've got your, yeah, you've got your dinner <laughs> on. Mano meaning Mano and Rail meaning Rail. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the best episodes ever, man. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, you wouldn't ever sit That's what we should talk about one time. Does, any, has anyone not seen The Simpsons movie? The movie? We can yeah. find, I'll nick it, I'll find someone who's not seen The Simpsons movie. I bet you Johnny Brown's not seen that film. He's seen it to my guy. He's a bummer Simpsons film. Jesus. I know, John, I know Johnny doesn't listen to this show, so you can say whatever you uh, want. He's never going to hear it. And we know that. We know I think that Johnny, would, Johnny would rather shit in his hands and clap than listen to me ramble on for an hour. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> well, to round it all out, thank you very much for everyone coming on the journey thank today. Thank you. Thank you. You know, Jack, Jack, Jack was here again. Hello. Uh, Nikki was Goodbye. here again. Ed, Eddie was here for the first time. Ed's more than welcome again, back. He's I'm getting invited back, and everybody. Aye, oh, you'll be back. Welcome <laughs> back. Best day of your be... life. Eddie, we'll get you back. I'll tell you right now, you'll be back in January. All right, we'll put you in. January? January? Didn't the, 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 the wait last last show was. Get it off fucking out. We do it once every two weeks, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's not exactly uh, frequent. But so January. Up to once a week. I like films. Do you want it once a week? Should we put that out there once a week? Once every uh, three days. <laughs> but I'll just quit our jobs and just do this full time for day. <laughs> need to commit the manners, you know. You need to put, you need, you need to put some time in to get some things out. Yeah, that's what you get with Eddie Downey being in the show. You don't only get good insight about movies; you get business advice, and I love it. Wait, yeah. you, you don't get good insight about movie stuff. I'll have you. I you said you give good in. insight. You get both. I thought that's you what said I'm you don't. No, I'm not saying. And as for, my point was, I am the clad. <laughs> <laughs> I was just. Why you offer it then? I mean, he had notes. 
<laughs> he had the notes. Um, well, next time we'll be talking about the Gardens of the Galaxy. Gardens? Uh, gardens. <laughs> gardens. <laughs> That's a built-in icon, not that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Frost, just cutting grass. Jesus Christ. Uh, until then, see you. Anyone who's stuck around, see you later. See you after. Fuck me. That's going to be the longest podcast ever, man.